Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the IE Podcast, the Inspiring Excellence Podcast. I'm your host, Paco Torres, and I would like to start today by just thanking everybody who listened to episode one of the podcast. I was extremely nervous posting the first episode, but I'm so happy with the reception, and also I'm glad to have heard your feedback from several of you that took the time to listen and also share what your thoughts on this whole new experience were starting here. Now, I would also like to take the time to welcome anybody who's new to the podcast who might just be starting with episode two. Thank you also for listening. Uh, and if you haven't listened to episode one, I would highly recommend you go w listen to that. It is a brief introduction of what the podcast is going to be, the format, and just a little bit about me. So I think it will help you out, understand, you know, what's happening here and what's the objective. Now for new and recurring listeners, I would also recommend you guys follow us in our social media. As you know, we have our official Instagram at DIE Podcast Official, which is where most of our uh, information is going to be posted and where I will be reaching out for you guys to ask questions or also to provide some feedback on the episodes and what you'd like to talk about. So make sure you do that. Now, this is the first official episode in which we will have a topic that we will discuss and that we will basically analyze in depth. So I'm very excited because today's topic is one that's been very important to me lately and something I've always been passionate about, which is networking. So networking, I think, is one of those buzzwords that's been around a lot, especially if you are in, um, you know, starting your career, you will hear it a lot. You'll Everybody will recommend you do it early on when you're just starting. So let's start by asking ourselves, what? It's actually networking, right? Like, what does it actually mean to network or to build a network? If you do a quick search, you know, and start looking for definitions online from different sources, you realize there's something that most of them have in common. And it's about this relationship building with some kind of objective in mind. Often mentioned that it's about, you know, meeting people or building relationships that are mutually beneficial and that involve one day asking for a favor, right? That you create these relationships with the intent that one day that person that you're networking with will actually be beneficial for you, which is they will do you a favor or they will bring some kind of improvement or benefit for you, which makes make it sound like networking so transactional, right? Like the only reason that I'm building relationships and expanding kind of my circle is just so that one day I can cash in that relationship and take advantage of that to achieve a goal or you know obtain something I want and honestly as somebody who's been told to network and that's currently trying to expand their network it just feels wrong to think about that in that way just why would I just interact with somebody with the sole purpose of like having them owe you something or like how do you even develop a true relationship if you're already just thinking of what can you get out of this person it just feels wrong and i don't think that building a network is about that in my opinion well, although networking yes sometimes has to be targeted and has to be focused in what you want to achieve or what you want to learn about it is very important that It's not just this transactional communication 
or that you're just expecting people in your network to one day do something for you. But actually, finding the value that people that you meet or interact with bring to your career or bring to your life, and also seeking people that might add value to you in some way. Somebody who can teach you something, somebody who can guide you through something, or any kind of thing that you're seeking that maybe you don't know how to obtain or you don't know how to navigate. That's what networking is for. And I think one of the reasons that networking is sometimes seen in such transactional way is because another myth of networking is that networking only counts or networking is only impactful when you are talking and getting to know somebody in a leadership role or a high executive or some kind of person that it's in a very much higher position than you are. And while that, yes, it's a very important thing and it can bring a lot of value if done properly, I have found that the most impactful way of networking is something that we all do every day and we don't realize it. Is that interaction with your peers, with your friends, with just your normal circle at work or in school that we don't realize might one day bring us much more than just what you could get from talking to somebody very high up. So I offer you this. The usual definition of networking is what we would classify as formal networking. It's a very targeted, direct approach to expanding your network with an objective of learning, developing yourself, and possibly chasing some kind of opportunity. But at the same time, there's this other type of networking that we really ignore sometimes, which is informal networking. It's the kind of networking that you've been doing your entire life, but you never call it networking because it kind of just happens. And you never know when you're doing it or you never know who that in your network would actually have an impact in you. So let me share a story that I think shows very well how you never know who will be the person that brings opportunity to you. As some of you may know, I actually work as an industrial engineer for a manufacturing company. But the way in which I got the job is actually pretty interesting. And the reason it's interesting is because I didn't get this job in the common way. I didn't get this job by applying online. I didn't get this job by going to a career fair. The way I got this job was actually because I knew somebody. I had a friend who I actually took classes with. I used to help him study for some classes, actually. And we got to work together during the summer. And one day, I'm just at school doing my stuff. And he gives me a call. Basically, he tells me that he's moving on to a different role. And that he's looking for somebody who could take his position as the industrial engineer for this plant. You know, I was in the middle of my master's. I wasn't really seeking a job at that point because I wanted to finish my master's before getting a full-time position. But, you know, the opportunity was brought up to me. I thought, why not? Let me apply and see what happens. So to make the long story short, I applied. I got interviewed. Within a couple of weeks, I visited the plant. A month later, I had an offer. And two months later, I was moving to a new state to a full-time position. And it was crazy because I was 
used to the idea that you get opportunities by working hard and doing the right things. And now here I was taking an opportunity that I only had because I knew someone who believed in me or had a good enough opinion of me to reach out to me with an opportunity. And from that, I learned a lot because it gave me this new perspective that while it really matters how you behave and your kind of work ethic, a big chunk of your professional life is going to depend on the relationships that you build along the way, the people who you interact every single day, and what kind of image you give to them. So if you can learn something from my story is, yes, it's important to reach out to hire people. It's important to get to know people in positions of leadership or people who are senior to you, maybe senior students or somebody who's been in the company a little longer. But also pay very much and very important attention to the people you interact to every day, your peers, your friends, your co-workers, because you never know who is going to be in a position to think about you, to reach out a hand to give you an opportunity. And for me, that's like the most beautiful or the most impactful networking, because it's not something that you planned. It's just something that you're living. It's just relationships that you fostered naturally. So there's no transactional aspect to it. There's no forcing the relationship. It is something that you created with this person that compelled them to bring you forth some opportunity or bring you forth something good in your career. Now, let me circle back into formal networking for a second. Well, I am a strong believer of informal networking as one of the most impactful ways of building a network. I also am an advocate for formal networking because it's one of the most successful ways in which you can expand your circle and kind of get out of your everyday bubble, which usually is biased towards a certain angle. So by reaching out to other people in areas that you might be interested in or in something completely different to what you're doing right now, you're basically opening up your vision and also exploring brand new cultures, brand new ideas, and brand new concepts that you might never have contact with if you're not actively seeking them. This process actually can take many shapes and forms. For example, one thing I always recommend high school students is that they should always be reaching out to people who might already be in a position where they want to be or studying something that they might want to study because in their circle, they're very limited on the information they can get in terms of specific fields or in terms of specific things that they might have questions on. So it's very important that they reach out beyond their circle so they can get the information or the know-how that their peers might not have. So, for example, going talking to professors in a university or reaching out to maybe students, senior students that might already be in college, things like that. 
In a professional setting, like if you work in any kind of office environment or in a company, nonprofit or profitable, this may take the shape of finding people in your organization outside your team that might be working in areas that you might be interested in or that you want to learn more about. And this is something that actually I feel has been made so much easier through COVID and, you know, finding positive takes on COVID is very difficult. But in this case, now that we have this technology of Zoom and Skype, just like video conferencing in general, make it so much easier to reach out to other people without having to inconvenience them on like finding a moment where they can actually meet in person or like maybe if you're sitting in different buildings or maybe in different cities, right? This makes it so much easier to interact with so much many different people than we were before the pandemic started. So having this enhanced ability to reach out to people brings up the opportunity to contact or build a relationship with somebody who might be in the role that you want to have one day, maybe works in the industry that you want to transfer to as somebody who's looking at career change, or maybe simply it's a expert on a field that you're interested in learning about making networking that much easier and that much of a more powerful tool. So to illustrate this point, let me share with you my networking adventure or my networking journey that I've been having throughout the pandemic. What I decided to do is to get in contact with my mentor. So I have a mentor that I meet with like in a monthly basis. So I decided to ask her if she could recommend any people or different individuals that she think I could talk to about different career paths that I'm considering. So basically I come up with this list of different career interests and questions that I had about each different topic. And I said, hey, this is what I want to know. Who do you think I should talk to? So after she gave me three or four names, uh, she was graceful enough to um, refer me to them. So she emailed them and let them know, hey, this is this person and, and I would like you to meet with him. And that allowed me to get this meetings with them through Zoom. Everything was virtual because uh, most of people are working from home. So I got together with them and basically had this 30 to 45 minute conversations about their career path, getting to know them a little better and just understand a little bit more about what they do. So some of them were very successful. Some of them were really exciting and I learned a lot. Some of them, not so much, but what it really matters is that from those conversations, not only I gained that knowledge, but then from that conversation, they started giving me other names. So suddenly from one meeting, I got another two. And from the next meeting, I got another one. So eventually I had my calendar filled with all these different meetings with different people just to kind of like learn and explore. No commitment, no responsibility. No, I'm not seeking for a job, but... I was just having these great conversations with different people that I didn't know it existed and that I had no idea about their jobs. And I'm learning not only about the career paths I was considering, but also about the business itself. I'm learning about things that we're doing and how different programs work and you know what other people are doing in different areas that maybe I'm not interested in so much or maybe are not the right fit for me. But just the fact that I know that kind of works in a way in my favor. So when you're thinking about how can you kind of formally 
initiate networking or how to reach out to people or what kind of stuff you should be talking about. It's just as simple as that is make a list of this is what I want to know. And these are the people I think I can talk to and go have those conversations. You know, they don't have to be extremely serious. It's just about having an objective for the meeting so that people you're talking to know what you want. And even if like, even if they don't offer to refer you to other people, you may ask, you can ask that question. Hey, do you think, or do you know anybody else that I could talk to? And that way you're starting to build these relationships or at the very least you're putting your name out there so that one day if somebody's talking about you or you're applying for a job there's going to be one person that oh i've heard about him or i've heard about her and this is what i remember or you can even reach out to them and like hey i'm applying for a job in your department uh what can you tell me about it or what do you think they're looking for it just opens doors that you didn't even know were there. And just as informal networking kind of opens door without you even knowing, formal networking, what we'll do is open doors in the direction that you want. And will be more, more of a laser focused way of opening your path forward. So whether you want to be informal and just make sure that you build a network in your inner circle with friends and the people around you, or you want to expand it and target it to where you want to be in the future, it is important that you acknowledge that networking is part of working. We cannot be a silo. We cannot just work in our desks and assume that things are going to happen. You got to get yourself out there. You got to put your name in people's minds and you got to be willing to share and communicate with others so that you build this little network of people who may become your advocates at some point, not because they owe you favors, not because uh, you're just reaching out to them to make them work for you, but because you were able to talk to them and you build this sort of relationship in which they can see your talent, can see your potential, and they might be willing to give you a chance one day. And that's what's so important about not just working hard, but also building your network so that that network can work for you in the future. So having said that, this is the conclusion of my thoughts and I want to hear your thoughts. And for that, I'm going to be answering a couple questions from Career Village. Career Village is this wonderful site where students and young professionals can ask questions to a huge pool of different professionals from different fields and areas and parts of the country and the world. And even though they don't sponsor me, I've been volunteering virtually with that webpage, and it's just been a great experience to see all the kind of questions that students have and having been able to answer a couple. So I'm going to take a couple of those and answer them here, and we'll go from there. The first question comes from a student in San Francisco, California, and the question goes this way. What is the best way to network in order to find yourself a job you can be satisfied doing? So this is a very good question because this is very a very clear objective for networking. So what I advise for that is actually starting with your informal group. So as a student, it's very important that you start talking to your peers or people in your same grade or in your same year to be able to understand their perspective and think what so that you know what they're thinking, what are their options they're looking at, what kind of jobs they're seeking, so that you understand, you know, different options and different perspectives. But once you are uh, you figure out what you want 
or a specific track that you want to follow, it is important that you start networking outside your circle and start thinking of, okay, how can I reach out to a university or maybe uh, professors or different people in that profession that you want to seek such that you can learn about their real work experience, how their days look like, what do they do, how do they get there to, to that position that they have right now. And that's how you kind of do it. So I recommend start small, start within your circle so that you understand what other people are thinking at your same level. And then start seeking out other people who are in that field that you're looking into for the future. That's a very good question. Thank you. And then moving on to our last question. The question says this. What's the best way to follow up for ghosted meetings? So I think this is something that people don't talk about enough in networking. And it's the fact that sometimes the relationship or the network might not work or might be difficult to actually meet to have that conversation because people are busy, right? People have different things to do. They have meetings. They have stuff to do at work. Uh, they might have to a family emergency or things like that. So it's not always easy to find time to do this or it's sometimes very complicated to have somebody at your work or somebody that you are related to understand how it's how important it's to prioritize these kind of meetings. So if it happens that the person that you were supposed to meet, a mentor or a professor or somebody else that you were supposed to have a meeting with about networking doesn't show up and is not answering your emails, uh, a very good important thing to do is just, you know, try to understand that this might not be on purpose. It's best trying to understand why that person might have missed your meeting and then follow up and trying to tell them, hey, I understand something might have happened. I hope everything's okay, but I would like to rescale a meeting for a future time. If that worked and they explain, hey, I just had a bad situation or it was a very busy day at work, I'm more than glad to schedule. That'd be great. But if it doesn't happen, don't get discouraged. It happens all the time. Some people struggle with their time more than others or some people don't prioritize it more than others. But that's going to happen. It's a, part, a normal part of networking. Not every person you're going to talk to is going to be that special person or it's not going to be that jackpot person that's going to help you. So just keep trying, keep networking. Everything will be fine. And now I will just like to close the episode by thank you everybody again for listening to the podcast. Either this episode or the previous one. I am just ecstatic to be doing this and I'm very excited to what is coming next. So thank you again all. As you know, if you want to keep in touch with us more, please do so via the social media at DIE Podcast Official in Instagram. Or you can always email us at diepodcastofficial at gmail.com. I have been your host, Paco Torres. This is the IE Podcast, the Inspiring Excellence Podcast. Wishing you all a wonderful rest of your day. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.